Force is what gives a Jedi his power. It is an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us, <laughs> and it binds our hands together and creates something incredibly special, such as my new television series entitled Obi Wan Kenobi, and I hope that you tune in. On Disney Plus, all the best, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? It's Eight Days a Geek, <laughs> and that wasn't Ben Kenobi slash Sir Alec Guinness that you were listening to. It's me, Chris. No, don't be surprised. <laughs> I was almost taken in as I was doing it. Yeah, but uh, no, it's me. It's me. I hope you're all well. It's him, Ben. It's well, I, no, I no not it. Ben. How many times? Oh, oh right. no, it's not. No, it's not Ben. <laughs> I thought you'd been ben, on Fiverr and you got someone to do a. You thought I impression. Ben, on Fiverr. Oh, right, didn't need that. <laughs> oh come on, unnecessary. Bloody brilliant. No, Harry. honestly, mate, that was really captivating. I think the people at mm. home will mm. feel connected to that. Um, do you think that I was think, all right? Listen, the amount of time you had to think listen. that up. We gave for, for the <laughs> listeners at home. We gave weeks, yeah. maybe. What, what should we say? 30 seconds? I wrote that whole thing as well. If. If. What? What if? Cheers, mate. (laughs) Anyway, uh, my name is Chris Weeks and I'm here with... AJ Jenks. And not to mention... Benjamin Pryor. The mighty Benjamin Pryor. And boys, we're here today to talk about this very... Why did I get one of them? What was that about? What's wrong with you? He he needs one as well, mate. Where did he get a mighty? He got the mighty Ben Pryor. Um, You can have the... Stupendous Jenks. Oh nice The stupendous See, AJ Jenks no, at, least, at least Ben Pryor's here Jeez. The flippendous It's a Harry Potter And the Philosopher's Stone Video game reference Oh Remember that? Oh, Those flipendo. were the days Flippendo mate Flip Lovely. up on endo More like Anyone? <laughs> anyway uh, We're here to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan Of course it is now that's the name I haven't heard. I should have done that one. Damn. Yeah. Right, start again. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, okay. uh, it's on Disney Three, Plus, four. boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's on Disney Plus. It's very exciting. It's a big moment in Star Wars TV history because it's by far yeah. like the biggest cast they put together. Um, by far like the biggest marketing budget and stuff. Like they're really going like balls to the wall with this. Oh, for God's sake. And they brought, I'm sorry, boys. And they brought out two episodes and we're going to talk mm. about them. Uh, Jenks has had a couple of beers. Pry and I are catching up slowly, but we're quite Trying, excited yeah. to to dive in. I'm 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 genuinely I'm very excited to know what you boys thought about it. I I, I I'm exactly the same because there's there's been some interesting thoughts on the old uh, yeah. on the old internet, and we've been very oh, good. Yeah. Like we've been very guarded with our opinions, yeah. haven't we? Because yeah, I, we, we haven't talked much at all, and no. I think we do need to establish this reverence right here of how meaningful this TV series is as as you kind of touched upon there because oh, yeah. touch upon all right this is <laughs> the first time in how many years that we've seen you and Azobu? I mean so since, since 2005, 2005. Yeah. how old were we in 2005 lads <laughs> I was I was 10 where years we? old where were we where were, I can't bloody do that well we're not doing we're not doing that again not Revenge of the Sith I watched I did I, I 100% watched this in the cinema I watched this wait what you watched this TV series in the cinema <laughs> I'm so I hired out before. a cinema <laughs> and I said put this on I got a DVD you do have I'll Disney do Plus here don't you <laughs> yeah 
Trust me, you, you're going to want to put this on. <laughs> it's going to go down. Ooh, I meant, ooh, I meant the last. I meant Revenge of the Sith. Yes, we did see that in the cinema. <clears throat> Along with yeah, the rest yeah. of the world, I think. 17 years ago. Hey, that's fast math. Not that fast. Uh, but yeah so Ewan was widely regarded very fairly as one of the high points of the prequel trilogy and they both discussed he and Hayden Christensen who was regarded as one of the low points of the prequel trilogy um, or Anakin's like portrayal not necessarily just him Um, they both talked about the backlash that the prequels had from the fans yeah that's been interesting yeah I mean they've been very like They've been very uh, open about it. And that makes you think that they are, they're confident in the show that they put together. They're confident enough to yeah. say like, oh, we're, we're aware of like the backlash and, you know, everyone now is being so nice because like the right um, age of fan who saw it at the time, they've now grown up so that they're able to come and talk to us yeah. about it. And they were the people we were making the films for in the first place, sort of like, you know, George mm-hmm. Lucas always says that it's for the kids. It's not for the grown ups. Yeah. it's for the kids, you know. They really did reinforce that in a few interviews, Hayden and and uh, Ewan. They kind of said, you know, for the people that we made it for, yeah, you know, we have no regrets. It was uh, exactly what we intended it to be. And mm. they also seemed so, as you say, confident, but also so zen in their sort of behaviour. Yeah. And that gives me confidence, but it also makes me think that they have spent, or Hayden in particular, spent so much time with these criticisms that he's now... Mm got to a point where he's able to look past them and see for himself that he portrayed the character as he feels it should have been portrayed yeah. or how it was written and he's now going to continue that and show the world what he can do yeah yeah really so he's come to terms with everything which is good yeah. one way or the other he's he's come to terms with um with that sort of period of his life because my god imagine being that guy he was like 19 in, in attack of the clones mm. i think and then all of a sudden you're on the world stage in the biggest franchise of all time as essentially the lead of like, even though it's the second film, he is, it's Anakin's story that they're telling in the prequels, yeah. you know, I mean, you could argue it's Anakin's story across the whole thing. Not in the sequels, obviously. Not in the rubbish bloody sequels. No, don't worry about that. Jenks had a few beers. He doesn't mean that. He loves them. I, them. I tell you something about those motion pictures. <laughs> I bloody hated them. Wow. Did you see him in the cinema though? I don't remember. You did, but, and you walked out, and then you went back, and you walked out again. I, walked, yeah. I remember that I walked in a lot of times, and I don't remember. And everyone's going, why does that guy keep bloody walking out? Oh, Shit down. He must have it's, the it's smallest a, bladder. It's the same screening. It's the same screening. He just keeps coming in and walking bloody out again. He says he doesn't know what's going on. Well, of course, he's missed half of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, that's the way to do it, though, to keep yourself guessing, that's you know. But oh, what's going to happen yeah, next? I, Who knows? I, I was very excited by this because obviously this originally Kenobi originally was meant to be a film. Yes, and was talked about about six seven years ago in the solo was, bracket. Yeah, yeah, it was meant to be Rogue One solo, then Kenobi, and then the Boba Fett film. And obviously, Kenobi. They've taken, both, <laughs> they've Sorry, taken both of those things. It's all right. I'll I'll just carry on. They've taken both of those things and turned them into series and. Obviously, the boba didn't go very well. The boba, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, this this is this is huge. This is something the fans have been calling out for. It is for a very long time. It so, is. I mean, as we said in the um, <clears throat> as we said in the last podcast, there's a lot of nerves that are that are going on. Yeah, obviously made our predictions for the entire series. We did and stuff. And uh, yeah, should we? Uh, so, did we all watch this on the day it came out? So, I watched the first one. Um, but it was really late in the day, so I had to ditch the second one 
because they're bloody long, Same. aren't they? I mean, I'm delighted that they are so yeah. long. Um, but uh, yeah, so I watched the second one like three days later or something. I had a big gap in between. Oh, really? Yeah. I did. I did. I just never an release option, really. day. Yeah, release day and then the day after, um, just because time and stuff I would have done back to back. Time. Interesting. So this may, this, this may be quite interesting because I did them both straight. Nice. Smash through. Um, yeah, I just went through both of them straight away. So you you may, I mean, you usually have different opinions than me anyway, but you may have different opinions because there was a bit of time in between the first time. and second episode. Well, yeah, you also... What's up with him? You might... I'm the one that's drunk it. What's going on here? <laughs> Jinx, you might also, in retrospect, find it difficult to differentiate what happened in one and two. It, it might seem like one big episode for you. That, that is true. quite interesting. Exactly. So uh, I, maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have kept a bit of a gap, but I guess we'll find out after we, uh, we will. talk yeah, we will. about these two episodes. One way or another. So, the title is Part One. Oh, oh that's original. Directed by Deborah Chow. Yes, who, Deborah. Uh, obviously worked on The Mandalorian. So, no Story. episode titles for these at all? Like, as in names? No. Interesting. No, it's all, it's all parts. In fact, as I go down, yeah, everything's part. Isn't that And Deborah Chow uh, directed all of this series yeah. as well, which is... This is her baby, isn't it? Yeah. It's obviously yeah. a step away from what they did in The Mandalorian and uh, Boba as well, I think. Boba. Right? Boba had... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, any old yeah. bloody... Anybody off the street could wander in and direct <laughs> that, I think. True. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. interesting enough, though, so three of these episodes are written by uh, the same two people and then another uh, another two episodes are written by a different group of people and oh, that's another interesting. episode is written by another group of pairs it's all it's all pairs so Stuart Beatty and Josiah Amini don't know if I got the second name right then there's uh, Joby Harold and Hannah Friedman then there's Joby Harold and Andrew Stanton and then on the final one um They've worked together. I don't know if we could do any um, slide background information checks there, uh, either one of you, to see... On the writers, that's Chris's job. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just just, having a look now. Just to see either whether they've done anything before or whether they've done, like, comics or anything like that. It'd be quite interesting to see. Yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. There's not much Mm. Star Wars stuff that I can find. I'm looking at Stuart Beatty, but he wrote... uh, it was nominated for the Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation for Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That's a great film. The great okay. film. He he did uh, the story for The Curse of the Black Pearl? He did. Isn't that amazing? Okay, uh, that that is fantastic. That's a very good writer to have on board. Yeah, straight yeah. away. Uh, and also, uh, what was his name? Hussein Amini did Gangs of New York. Was a writer cool. on that. Cool. Uh, 47 okay Ronin uh, what else The Snowman not that one not no. that one oh. but so far pretty good what about Joby Harold let's see if there's anything interesting by old Job's he's got a real Ben Pryor look about him I'll tell you that much oh. I don't in what way to be much he could be the lost Disney. Pryor oh. hang on lads because a, a oh, lot of the writers to... that they bring on are very new yeah well not these guys so much, much. Not these guys so much. Oh, these he did Disney um, powerhouses. Yeah, a little bit. He did Transformers. Ugh, uh, King Arthur for the Guy Ritchie oh, one. Yeah. I remember when we talked. We've talked about this Have guy we? before. 
Yeah, so yeah. he's not his his CV doesn't read quite as well. But it's not bad. Like it's big stuff, you know. It's just not as good. Like, but that, Stuart um, Beatty's the one at the moment. I'm sure he's yeah. something to do with Star Wars as well. I'm, I'm gonna that Hannah on one uh, rung a bell as well. Hannah Montana, yeah, she was on yeah, Disney yeah. for a load of times. Oh, she's, was she? Wow. Yeah, yeah, she's really great. Oh, don't give me that. Oh. Not really, really great. What's her name? Um, Jenks said it, but I don't know. Oh, the began with Hannah Friedman. That's the one. Yeah, I recognise the second name, Friedman. Yeah. Hannah Friedman. Oh, American writer, let's see. Uh, she was a feature writer. What do you got? For Pixar and Disney. What else? Oh, so maybe she's a proper Disney Disney. She's also they a musician be, voice. There you go. We like musicians, uh, don't Respect. We? I mean, it's quite clear, but they seem to be picking from the Disney pool a lot yeah. more than the Which makes sense. She also Either has Disney a capuchin monkey big. called Amelia. Capuchin monkey. Oh, mate. sorry, mate. <laughs> God. Uh, but I can't find anything monkey. else about her, really. It just says that she's a writer, but it doesn't say what she's written. But I do know that there was a prominent... Actually, who was it? can't remember. There was a prominent Star Wars fan who was like a law advisor for mm. uh, Kenobi. It's like Red Shirt Guy, but for Star Wars. Exactly. So that's yeah. quite cool as well. Like, they were... Yeah, they sort of brought on a, a big voice in the fan community. Not one of the awful negative voices, but like mm. a positive voice, you know, just to help guide yeah. them. But yeah, yeah. so strong writers that yeah. is the moral strong. of that story. And I, I do very much dig Deborah Chow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's, uh, she's very interesting and she is an absolute geek on Star Wars mm. as well. That's actually one thing that um, I I was thinking about when it came to the cast as well, because uh, obviously we've seen some new people in the cast, and uh, one specifically, the our sort of one of our main inquisitors, should I say? Um, Maybe you I should. Remember, can't remember her name now, but she said that she was not a fan of Star Wars, nor mm. really cared about Star Wars before yeah. this, and, and I was immediately like. Okay, yeah. that's not good. See, I, I have more respect for that because that means that they're given an honest and true representation of the character rather than just pandering to the fans. Well, that's what yeah. Rupert Friend said. He said he didn't look at any of the portrayals of the Grand Inquisitor because he was like, no, I sort of actively yeah. avoided those. So either he was lazy that. and was yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to cover this up, or he actually to, did make that decision. To me, that just screams, I didn't, I couldn't be asked to read the material. I want, and they have like a huge ego where they want to make sure that they're inventing this character or whatever but the the people who play the best parts often do the most research as we've seen from people mm. like big hits who spent years reading comics and looking through every little bit about loki and things like that yeah. that really for me reinforce that an actor wants the role and that it, they're proud to sort of play that role yeah what do you think jenks um i uh... I think it can it can be either or really. It's I nice know. when it happens though, like Henry Cavill and people like that, isn't it? Big Cavs. I mean, yeah. yeah, but then again, in they may research it as much as they want. But Henry Cavill has spoken out and said that the last series of The Witcher was very hard for him because they obviously changed a lot of the law. Yeah, they changed a lot of the storyline as well, and it was only based over a three week period. And whereas but, the first series was based over like a year and a half, and he was just like, well, they got that all wrong. But also think about this, right? In fr- in your shoes, right? Imagine you go to play Buddy as you both did, and you one don't like fifties music, and you haven't researched Buddy Holly, and you just decide to go up there and say, right, I know the lines because I've read the script. It'll be all right. 
I'll make my own version of Buddy. He's got a point, Jenks, mm. hasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I get, I get what you mean. It, it all depends on how far you go with it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just doing a, like I said, a version that you know the fans will love, yeah, and copying, true. like uh, the Inquisitor from Rebels and stuff like that. Or yeah, I suppose there is a little bit of ego there as well because Rupert Friend will view himself as a bigger actor taking on the role like you know there's an argument that he is taking on the role properly rather than doing the voice for it in an animation do you know what I mean like there's which was played by who you bloody tell me who was it have a guess it was shockier is it Peter Serafinowicz it's Ralph Fiennes isn't it no Uh, he's just done a certain Disney show being the lead (laughs) Uh, a Disney show he played a character called Moon Knight oh it was Oscar Isaac it was Oscar Isaac that played the Grand Inquisitor. You're joking. Oh, take it all back. What, he's pro- why is he... Uh, well, I suppose he can't be in the live action, can he? Because he's... Um, I think it was Oscar Isaac. Or am I completely making nah, that up? Well, he said that with such confidence. I didn't even think to look, but I'm now going to look. Can someone can someone look? Because it it's someone that shocked me that... Um, it's Jason Isaacs, but close. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay, it's Jason Isaacs. That makes, no, that makes more it. sense. No, but still... Sick that Jason Isaacs played um, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, that is great. Cool. That is great. Cool. However, who has already Death been in Star Wars? Death of Stalin. Vastly different actors as well. Very different, different ages. I should have said Death. Death. Of, oh, right. Right. Try that again. Try that again. Right. No, so no, 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 Have you seen the film Death of, Death of Stalin? Have you seen um, Star Trek? Have you seen um, what, Star Trek what? series, by the way, Discovery? Um, have you seen um, Peter Pan? Or just Peter, Pan? Um, Peter I think um, Pan. Pan. <laughs> he is a very famous actor. Well, Peter yeah, he Pan. is. Absolutely His name is. is Jason Isaacs. Yes. But he's not already been in Star Wars. He didn't mention Harry Potter once either. I, I mean, he's all right in Harry Potter, but I don't think it's, it's his best performance. Let's be real. Here. Uh, co- hey, we on, got our number one reference from that. We got Tatty Book from there. I know, I know, but that was just because it's. You must be a Weasley. Listen, mate, do you think we'd be selling t shirts like hotcakes without that? <laughs> How many have we sold? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just Hotcakes <laughs> have really gone down in the last yeah, few years. No one buys All right, lukewarm cakes. <laughs> yeah, it's more like it. <laughs> right, boys, let's get into this episode. I thought we already heard. The fans are listening right now and thinking, when are they going to get started on this episode? I'm purposely so. not watching it for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously straight in with that opening. Oh, amazing. We're, we're back on Coruscant. The goddess back. Bloody hell, it's time for Order 66. We see clones, and they're not CGI clones, they're actual real clones. And we see a, a, a Jedi that's training younglings. And then these clones bloody come through the door. What do they do? They start bloody shooting. They start killing younglings. <laughs> <laughs> For and the we first have, time, I mean, we see Order 66 from a point of view that yeah. we haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's yeah. so and it's, special. Oh, it's almost even more heart-wrenching because oh, they're completely innocent. They, they have no idea what's going on uh, or anything like that. So we have this fantastic opening that this Jedi's trying to lead them uh, away from the... Uh, the temple and stuff like that but obviously the clones kill her and then we're left just on that scene of the younglings and one of the girls which i believe is meant to be reva reva yeah uh says run run 
Why why didn't the uh, the kids take those big old helmets off? Because I feel like they weigh you down, you know? No, it's no, no, good, no, no, It's, it's good for their hair. Okay, yeah. I understand that. And that's, it's like army training as well. Like, you know, as soon as they come off, they'll just be like, whoop, gone. <laughs> no, I, I, believe, I believe those helmets are meant to help them with... Uh, isn't it meant to help them with their force but training? Or it's something? meant to help them with their their focusing. They take their yeah. sight out of things. But why keep them on if all that's going on? You don't. You're not Look, training because but they're I in think shock, that was a that was a good time to be focused. I think. No, I think just leg peg it. They take them. Leg they it. take them off. They're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, oh, bloody Luna Lovegood suddenly on the scene. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, hello, hi. <laughs> you like what? Four little Luna Lovegoods running around. Slughorn. Yeah. What's the what's the clones are going? Come here. Come here. <laughs> oh, you want me to come over there? Oh, yeah, I'll come and have a word with you. Oh, if you step into well, my office for a moment, I'm sure we could settle this like gentlemen. <laughs> I love the re- Oh, so did you hear there was a bit of a backlash about this opening? Why? Go on. So obviously this came out the day after. Oh, yeah. The, the, there was a warning, though. Yeah. I the, never the, put the, two and two together. I read about so the warning. I was like, hang on, why? I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Oh. So obviously there was a terrible mass shooting that happened in America a couple of days ago and this came out the day after. In a school? In, in yeah, the Jedi Academy. And uh, Hang on. The shooting yeah, was not it, in the Jedi Academy, just to be clear. Was it? Oh, right. No, I'm saying this is set in an academy. and The temple. The shoot. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, there was a bit of a backlash about that, saying that they I mean, should be more sensitive. But then again, how the hell did they know that was going to happen? Yeah. So. I mean, well, I don't know. That's yeah, a bit, bit ridiculous. But what do you what do you think about this opening, boys? This must have been an absolute uh, mind melt for you, boys. Oh, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. It had real um, fallen order vibes. That incredible yeah. mission of Order sixty six, really, really good. Uh, yeah, a great flashback to that. Also, like the old Republic vibes, uh, the way they were all fighting in the hall when it zoomed out and they were running away. I was like, ah, oh, I know this. I was about to. Literally just say that um, for people that haven't seen the trailer for the one of the first trailers for the Old Republic, the cinematics, uh, it is set in the Jedi Temple and it's all very, all very similar vibes going on. Yeah. And when they pull out that camera, like Chris says, you can see people slowly dying off, uh, Jedi mm. slowly dying off their lightsabers, oh, sheathing. Would that would that be a? Yeah, they do. They sheathe their lightsabers. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the. Uh, right oh, wait, do you mean putting them away or getting them out? As in, like, when, yeah, turn turning off. them off, but I didn't want to say, yeah, well, like, deactivating. Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. Yeah, deactivating is the word. Nice. Yeah. They do say uh, sheathing yeah. their sabers as well, but. Yeah, I like sheathing. sheathing. Less less frequently. But anyway, Palpatine. That, that hey. imagery there. That's a good reference. <laughs> I, I think that imagery was purposeful. and So it, do I. Oh, it, it, it felt so, so close to it that it was like, oh. Mm. It really yeah. it feels like they're extending a hand to us utter nerds. Also, if you have not yeah. seen that cinematic, fans of this podcast, pull over your car and watch it right now. <laughs> watch it. Hey, Tomek, we're talking to you, mate. Tomek, <laughs> pull but over. Also, there's pull a. Over that car right they now. did release a, a a new cinematic a couple of months ago, so you can check that out as well. Very. I mean, very all good. of them are just for not. Like, there's yeah. like five uh, or six, aren't there? Which are just beautiful. Every cinematic they do is incredible. Yeah, and we've always said like that they are essentially what we want the rest of Star Wars content to be like going forward <laughs> yeah. just that they should they should make films of that they should yeah. use that cinematic yeah. um, it's awesome. animation and just make a bloody film just make it's, a been, bloody it's film. been requested a lot but I think they just don't have the funding there but the funding is Disney 
Disney. No, 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 no. It's Disney. They do have a few billion dollars. No, this isn't. This is Bioware. We're talking. Oh yeah, about. Like I'm making Bioware. these. But Disney would be but the ones funding the film, and, yeah, and exactly. they will absolutely not allocate Bioware. So it'd have to be Bioware saying, "Hey, we want this," and Disney go, "No, we've got our own schedule." Also, you're no longer canon. Exactly. So it would yeah, never happen. But yeah. it feels like Star Wars have kind of listened to that and said, "And yeah. this is their response to that." Yeah. So bit of Maybe. hope there. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, is I still want more, though. I still want yeah. more of Order yeah. 66. I well, agree. I think there'll be more. I think because all of Reaver's, if that is Reaver, and I think it is, all that has to be explained, the backstory, her beef yeah. with Big Kenobi. It was very Fallen Order, wasn't it? Very Fallen Order. I mean, that, that mission in, in particular, Ugh. which was everything we wanted, and we actually got to play Ooh. through it yeah. in the video game. And it's terrifying incredible. and heartbreaking. That was so good. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we have that we have that uh, opening scene. We then uh, we then go to what planet do you think we're going to go to, oh, guys? Oh, Jakku. Oh, it's Coruscant, isn't it? <laughs> May as bloody well be Jakku. It's our favourite place, or Disney's favourite place to go to. It's Tatooine. But to be yeah. fair, expected. Expected, be and also explained. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. good because, um, you know, he's gone to find Obi-Wan, essentially, hasn't he? Yeah, so we uh, we see the grand, in- well, the Inquisitor's ship, which looks uh, real, real cool. Yeah, it's nice. And they they land in a little village and stuff like that. Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley. Nice little like, oh, yeah. village. I didn't I didn't know it was Mos Eisley until I saw the crashed ship, and I was like, Oh yeah, nice landmark. Very good. That is landmark. And uh, and uh, yeah, and then we meet obviously Reaver. We meet the Grand Inquisitor, and we meet the fifth brother oh, yeah. and then looking for a Jedi so obviously we're all thinking looking for Obi-Wan but yeah, alas yeah. they're not looking for Obi-Wan they're looking for a, Obi-Wan. a Jedi Obi-Wan <laughs> they're looking for a Jedi called Nari um, what did you think I, I adored I mean I'm, I'm, I'm saying my opinion before I ask even though I just asked this uh, Grand Inquisitor scene where he goes into the little uh, oh, bar yeah. and speaks to the barman I Loved this. It was cool, right? But boys, what do you think? Can't pray. Take it away. Three, four. Yeah, I mean, we are immediately again put straight into the action, which is what I love. But we also understand. He loves it. He does, doesn't he? He always does. We can understand the intimidating presence of these guys as well, which is what I feel we need to set up at the beginning of a series like this. You know, where are we? What's going on? And what? Where? Where's the conflicts? But also, I had a quick question. Um, one of the Inquisitors. Yeah. Is it uh, Wong from Doctor Strange, or am I going what? mad? No. Can we can we just have a look and just double uh, check? Yeah, hold on. Uh, the the brother. Um, it's the fifth brother. It? Is that who you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Fifth brother. Yeah. Uh, the fifth brother actor. Uh oh no. People have been asking, is Benedict Wong in Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah. Uh, Fifth Brother Confusion explained. Uh, Hold on. Is that really the case? Tell me. (laughs) One fan on Twitter wrote, every time I see the Fifth Brother, I keep thinking of Wong. We don't care about that. But I also had that same feeling. So either very similar actors or... And it's also the speech and the delivery. And it's everything. It sort of builds to that sort of image. Uh, no, it is an actor called Sung Kang, and he was in Fast and Furious. 
Uh, hold on. Who do you play in Fast and Furious? He played Han Lu. Oh. Does that help you? Yeah, weeks. He was also in Pearl Harbor. No, it's not Wong. Do you, no, did you I know. think the same as me, though? No. I didn't think oh. that. I have to say, you utter no. racist. No, and, and no. <laughs> I just wanted no, to check that. No offence to the actor that plays Wong, but he is a little larger. Yes. Yeah, I did think that, but I thought, oh, maybe he's, you know, got a bit trim for this. and Yeah, trim down, come on. Tell me what you thought of that scene, Chris. Yeah, I know, I thought it was really cool. And I like the choice that Rupert Friend has made uh, in his delivery, which yeah. is a little bit Voldemorty, because he sort of talks like that, and he's decided yeah. to put strange inflections on his words. But <laughs> because he's made such a strong decision, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm, like, he yeah. can do whatever he wants at that point. It's like, oh my God, he's a little bit off, like, um, unsettling and off-putting already. And also the way that they just wander in and own the place. It's interesting, like, the hierarchy of power, because obviously the Inquisitors are um, force users and force wielders, but they're not that strong. Like, they're stronger than maybe a standard sort of Jedi Knight. Yeah. But nowhere near like a Jedi Master or anything like that. They'd all be absolutely pwned by a Jedi Master. So, mm. you know, they they it's like the Nazgul or something. They have to all be there to take on someone like Obi-Wan, really. Yeah. And even then, it, it could be it, a close fight. Interesting fight. It yeah. is really interesting to see it sort of set up and we see already the conflict and we see... He loves conflict, doesn't this, he? This he bloody big, loves it. Set up. Um, but also, yeah, as you say, it's really sinister. And I thought yeah. that was a cool way to yeah. to open for this character. And we have a nice dynamic between the three at, at this point, which is... Um, but what, what's quite nice is it's not, it's not Palpatine sinister. It's yeah, not yeah, Vader yeah. sinister. Yeah. He has his own sinister. It's more it's like a bit uh, Tarkin or something. Mm. You know, yeah. he's very, very... Moffy. He's like a, like a scalpel going through the room. Mm. He's not crazy at all. But he's... I just said crazy, man. Yeah, he's not crazy. That's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> no, he's, but he's crazy in like um, a Hannibal sort of way, you know, like a dangerous way, but not a big way. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a bit like a Raoul Silva from... Uh, no. Raoul Silva. Um, so <laughs> they like then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, then uh, they then find this Nari and they allow him to escape. But um, that old Reaver is getting a little bit... A bit uppity. Well, yeah, so she goes to literally kill him and the uh, Grand Inquisitor stops her sabre so it cuts into his arm. Oh, that was a cool bit as well. Yeah, we got to talk about nice. the, the sabre well, burning through the... The burn, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was cool. That was very good. And then they allow him to get away. And already, as Pryor loves to mention, there's conflict between there the Inquisitor fifth brother and Reva. She seems to be a bit of a loose cannon, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, yeah to say yeah. the least. She's all over the place. Can't trust her. And if you can't Possibly. trust her, you know, what's her role? <laughs> no, go mm. on. Go on. Take that further, mate. If, if you, you can't, can't trust, trust her, you <laughs> can't trust her. You're right. If yeah, you can't trust her, okay. there's no trust to be had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. If you can't trust her. Okay. <laughs> right, put that on a t-shirt quick. Okay. Okay. That's our next one. <laughs> That'll go like warm cakes, lovely. All right. <laughs> warm cakes. So um, during this little uh, back and forth between the Grand Inquisitor and Reaver, he mentions just banter, her they're obsession. Just bantering. <laughs> <laughs> he mentions her obsession with Kenobi. Oh, what was that? I'm just going through the voices. 
I'm not sure what? who that was. Who's that? Why, do you, why do you think she's obsessed with old Ben? Uh, well, this is all going to come out. Yeah, this will unfold. But yeah, I but, think... but, but, but I'm, I'm asking so, why. <laughs> so I think it's that she sees... Obviously it's going to unfold. Infold? Inward It's going to infold. Like you're making a cake and you have to fold the, uh, the dough. Ah, speaking of cakes, warm <laughs> cakes. Warm cakes. Speaking of cakes, t-shirts. Get your t-shirts right here. Money. Um, I think it will be that she sees Anakin going absolutely eight little marker uh, in the temple right. and then she blames Obi-Wan and deep down like, even though what? she gets turned to the dark side she's like oh she blame it's all Obi-Wan? down to you mate because he's, he was his master yeah see that is that would be a really interesting storyline but I Next wasn't time. actually thinking that I thought that Anakin was working very closely with said Inquisitor and I think too to- closely yeah, and I think that he told her that he was Anakin Skywalker. You know, Vader said no. that he was Anakin Skywalker. And hey, guess what? Guess what? What's that, Lord Vader? Um, I'm Anakin Skywalker. You're joking. You're <laughs> Stop not it. here. Stop I it. I am. No. Promise. He, I don't no, you believe you. Do you want to see promise. my face? Yes, to be fair, my I'm, face won't really help you. Yeah, I don't, I don't look the same, but honest, honest, like, I swear my mum's life. Oh, I, I see am. it. You're sort of like his ugly brother. <sighs> no, no, you don't understand. Oh, I do right. have an half-brother, though. Oh, do Where you? does he live? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Now I'm thinking about it. I should probably go and pay them a visit. Yeah, just catch up. Who's this little boy? Ah, it's not. <laughs> Is he showing? No. Oh, Is it, mate. We didn't oh. need that. Well, that, that, scene's, uh, that scene's coming up very soon. Something to look forward to. So obviously, to. We, we now move over to uh, this little 10 minute scene where we see Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he's laughing. His opinion on this scene is already so clear. This 10 minute scene (laughs) of him cutting up this meat. Were you bored by this scene, were you? Am I so obvious with with my thoughts? We've got this 10 minute scene. Uh, (laughs) I thought this was a great scene. What's the matter with you? No, I don't know why you got that. I really, really, I loved that there was like no dialogue if, you know, if I loved that there was monotony and just, you know, boring. <laughs> boring 10 minutes. That's just what I wanted. But, no um, conflict. No, Thank you, Prime. I, I really, I really, really liked it. I thought it was fantastic. And then just to finish it off with him looking at Luke and stuff. And then when he puts down his, his little goggles or whatever. <laughs> goggles. His little... Goggles. His little goggles. He's got that brilliantly concerned face. He does. Which, uh, which, Jay adore. Look, that's the tr- that's the trailer face. Well, right what there. what, what do you think of this? Wait, did you also <laughs> note, did you also notice that the uh, the goggles, as you put it, yeah. um, you can't see through them. What's he doing? Yeah, I did think it's that. Just, I was like, I don't know. It's just like what's he doing this? Just like plastic, and he's like, yeah, yeah. They're it's not the really f- out there. He's just got a little bit of card with that <laughs> scene, <laughs> that scene in front, and he's going. Still there, oh, doing the exact same thing every day. See, I, actually, the life of moisture for weeks. <laughs> yeah. I watch this again. I don't want to deal with that. He, put, he puts them down, and he actually just sees all their burnt bodies. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, God. oh no, 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 no. So we're gonna have to put do, time travel in this one as well. Do we think just before we get to Weeks' thoughts on yeah, the, go on, on, mate, yeah. on the meat scene? Do we think it's a little bit weird, uh, Ben living in a cave and looking at? Luke from afar with goggles. No, no, because this this is exactly so. This why I love it so much. This is exactly taken from the Kenobi book. 
Okay. He cool. he doesn't have his hut yet. He doesn't have his house. Yeah, yeah. He's he's staying he's in the in cage. between places. You know. Yeah. He's not put down he's, roots. He's in between jobs. <laughs> he's no, trying he's to. Uh, he oh, cuts yeah, meat, meat off he's things. Job. Yeah, in between jobs, he's got a job. Yeah. 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 Great. Great job as well. Oh. Um. But yeah, this is exactly taken from the book. Like perfectly he's trying to contact Qui-Gon he can't get anything back also come on we know Liam Neeson's going to be in this oh, series of course he is he's going to be in um, the Tales of the Jedi a yeah. much smaller series than this oh I just, yeah, uh, don't get on with TV what a load of absolute shit. oh <laughs> right do you see the interview in. he did he did an interview today where he, he mentioned about his almost arrogance between film and TV. And he just, and, but, but to be fair to him, he just simply said, look, I just really like the big screen. I love movies. I've we all do, really mate. I've interested in that much. But unfortunately, we don't all have that <laughs> option, do we, Liam? <laughs> oh, also, so Liam, thanks for being honest. What's he kicking off for? What's he kicking oh, he also, Liam, me off with that. The world doesn't consume media like it once did. So... You have to change your act. Oh. Well, that's why he's obviously he's obviously going to he's, ob- well, <laughs> he's obviously going to be gonna in this. this one. <laughs> he's obviously going to be in this. Of course and he's going to go. Oh, he's changed his mind, and he's going to come out and go. Well, you know. I, 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 I. So, <laughs> so he talks you know. in there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just like a synthesizer, like set really low. Yeah. He's, a, he's either a synthesizer or he's, he's doing smoke signals right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Slightly racist, but we'll keep it. How is that racist? <laughs> He's that's in sirens just now. Singing. Bets are off. That was throat yeah. singing. For God's yeah. sake, that's not. We don't do that, do we? <laughs> hate, hate crimes. Not hate. I didn't say anything bad about them. Yeah, we'll see that you don't. Well, Jake, say that you love Mongolian throat singing for us right now. I, I, I adore Mongolian throat singing. Thanks. That's right. We can keep it in there. So do I. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, we've got this big scene of him cutting up, mate. Yeah, what is he cutting and up mate, exactly? And then getting What's on the, the bus. Panther. It looks it's not it, a I, bloody panther, is it? I thought it was a crate dragon or something like that. It looks, no, something it looks like, like a bloody a whale or something, doesn't it? Oh, what's the point of me talking? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you boys might know, and you clearly don't. Well, I oh, thought it was dude. like a baby crate dragon or something. I feel Jake's pain so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Look, you, you. Oh, what's the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Look, now you know that it's the wrong colour to be a crate dragon, don't you? You know that, and you know that I couldn't let that go, don't you? Weeks. Why is he saying like I'm his kid? Weeks. Crate you know that, don't you? <laughs> so you boss. know this. Crate dragons come in all colours, mate. Is that yeah, true, Brian? Shapes. I don't know. Sizes. I'm just trying to be, you know, 2022. To be fair, the internet does not have the answer either. Oh, a massive animal. You could say that again. <laughs> but that place looks well established. And how long have what, they been Tatooine? there? <laughs> it used to have <laughs> seas and forests. Those were the um, days. But anyway, what did you actually think of this? Oh yeah, long scene. I thought it was wicked. Always you want the powerful people to have their powers stripped away and then to see how they operate in like the real world right and this is as real world as it gets and all of a sudden you've got this guy who was literally like a galactic hero and he is being forced into this position oh I think it's fascinating absolutely fascinating um yeah and it's amazing that like it's taken this long for us to meet Obi-Wan as well it's like 10 minutes in or more than that isn't it no I thought it was awesome Absolutely awesome. And that, that, that moment of Ben Pryor conflict when 
the g- burly guy handing out the wages like squares up to Obi Wan, and you're like, oh, Bane's he knows to- what he could do to him, but he's, oh, he just can't. Yeah, it's it's great to see a man that had so much power against this guy is just completely useless. But he also but wants to avoid any sort of Ben Pryor conflict at any point. Yeah, you know, he doesn't want to. But TM. could he actually take him on? That's the thing. He hasn't been well, practicing the force. Well, for a this very is it. He's not time. touched the force like quite deliberately. So maybe he can't. I mean, you see him fighting in the next episode, and he's not great, is he? He ain't. He ain't. He ain't great. He's not great. And I think this is the. I think they're trying to push this a little bit too. I remember that fight scene in A New Hope where it's ever so slow. Oh, no, I don't get that vibe. I don't get that Oh, didn't you? No, 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 no. No, 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 I don't get that. (laughs) But also (laughs) we we see Ben Kenobi who, as we say, has severed his connection to the Force and it's... I mean, it's so cool to see, isn't it? It What do you think of his dreams, Ben? His dreams... Uh, I mean, we hoped that we would see his dreams in this way. Like, let's be honest, we wanted to see that he would have nightmares about what happened in Revenge of the Sith. Now, yeah. he doesn't refer to it as Revenge of the Sith, of course, but... Uh, oh, yeah, he having dreams he of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> the what? I don't it's, exact, it's exactly what we wanted to see at this point. Yeah. A, a yeah. troubled uh, man who's severed his force from the connect from. Sorry, lads, I've had too many. He's uh, severed his connection to the Force and he's having these nightmares. It almost seems like a a byproduct of not being connected to the Force that it's now sort of, he's being tormented by yeah. his past. He has no way to find peace in in himself in that way. So, ah, oh, it's just and so And we good. shall have peace. It's great. And yeah. I, 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 I found comfort, uh, as Jenks did, from the parallels with the novel mm. because oh, and also just seeing Ewan again and yeah. Ewan in this scene I mean Ewan I think throughout is on top form yeah. like blisteringly good form but in okay. this first scene you're just like oh come on you can see it in his eyes he's just a broken he's, man he's, I- his eye acting in the in these two episodes are fantastic. Unbelievable. We have Unbelievable. to talk about how many close-ups there are of Ewan in this, specifically in this first episode, yep. which, as any actor sort of knows, is incredibly difficult because every single point of your face is being almost judged by the camera and the people at home. So he delivers this performance of anguish and, and, and distraught so well that... Yeah. I'm completely lost while watching mm. this first episode. There's not a, I like, I'm gone, you know. Yeah. I'm not yeah. even thinking about anything else. It's just about you. And I do kind of want to see him on a speeder. And I do kind of <laughs> want to see a, a long way down reference. But Oh, yeah, hey, please. Please. A long way down yeah, Charlie Berman will pop up at some point and be his taxi driver or something. That we <laughs> he, he, was, he was there. He, Charlie was there during filming. Oh, no way. <gasps> yeah. Imagine if there. he's an extra. That would be great. Well, they're, they're, they're planning a new series. What, Long Way? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're doing a new Long Way. Because, long Way. Um, over. Who was it? I think it was that fake Jimmy Kimmel interview or one of them where someone talked about it and stuff like that and said, oh, yeah, Charlie did come down for a couple of the episodes because the last time he came down, he saw me riding a bloody green whatever it was. And yeah. uh, they brought him down this time. And he was like, well, you've been all over the world. And Ewan goes, no, we haven't been all over the world. There's still oh, quite a few places we're do? planning on going to. So they're obviously, I Can't think wait. Australia needs to be one. Australia, yeah. maybe Asia. 
also yeah. the need to not be on electric bikes this time and uh, hopefully we'll have some some meaty bikes. I, th- I think they're going to do electric bikes from yeah. now on. Oh. Surely they can't go backwards now. Yeah, of course they it, can. It was no, a showcase. It would be know. a bit ridiculous if they did. Come on, it was a showcase. They got to go back got, to it. Got to do Aussie Land though. Anyway, yeah. so this is all kicking off. He's haunted. And then uh, Kenobi is coming back from work, as per, you know, he's tired. Yeah, of course he is. He's tired, he's tired. And uh, Nari comes out, out of the woodwork, and recognises him as Master Kenobi. And uh, this is when we first hear a bit more of Kenobi speaking. And it was a little jarring to hear his English accent, I won't lie. Yeah, initially I think you're right. But I, I got used to it yeah. much more quickly than I thought I would from the trailers. Like, by the time the trailer scene rolled around that I was worried about, I was like, oh, actually, no, I'm all right with it now. Yeah. 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 And so, it sounds um, more like Alec Guinness, which I like. He's pushing... You can tell he's pushing it more and yeah. more. It's, it's really taken on a different life since Revenge of the Sith. But it also yeah. sounds more broken. Which yeah. is good. And it sounds older, which, I mean, it obviously makes sense in every sense, you do like, like every a, way. A broken Mark okay, but I mean, exactly. Like a, That's a what we've been waiting for. That is yeah. true, actually. You saying broken, that is a, a perfect representation of the the what he's trying to portray. And he does it so well, doesn't he? Yeah. If we think of Revenge of the Sith, where he is, I'd say in his prime. Yeah. Uh, his he's voice, a cheeky chappy as well. Yeah, he's very cheeky. But now... Definitely. It's like this whole mirror image of mm. we're now getting more of where Alec Guinness was as Ben yeah, Kenobi. Yeah, and yeah. of course, where he was there, he was more, you know, sort of come to terms with Ben Kenobi and he'd been living that life for quite some time. So yeah. it's that, that bit in between that's so interesting, though, the broken, yeah. very newly affected by Order 66 and by all the recent events that's so interesting. And I think that you hear the old Obi-Wan come out as in the Revenge of the Sith one come out whenever he's being like playful or or funny like that stuff with the Jawa where he was like Tika if you're going to rob me then you know all of that stuff is like very Obi-Wan episode 3. At least clean it first. It's very very Revenge of the Sith. Yeah Yeah. exactly yeah all of that stuff that's that's like flashes of old Obi-Wan yeah. But yeah all of this stuff with Nari it's it's yeah very interesting very interesting so I love that he yeah. can speak Jawa I mean that's a really cool yeah thing because he's been we, there for 10 years hasn't yeah, yeah we, you we pick know it up he, wouldn't you we know so he does Alec Guinness is that is am I right in thinking that Alec Guinness spoke Jawa as in Ben Kenobi did he ever speak to the Jawas I'm not sure if he did I or mean was he, it just Obi-Wan Tusker? does so presumably he could but um Maybe they, not. They Maybe come I'm across just... the Jawas when they've been killed. Yeah. yeah. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Is that right? Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, I can't remember if they were alive. But anyway, very yeah, cool to know. see that that interaction because that's another yeah. layer of sort of detail yeah. that we didn't really need, but at the same time, world building. Yeah, it establishes him so well, doesn't it? He's been there exactly. for a long time. We know now it's grounded in. The, in that thought of this guy's a recluse he's been on Tatooine in this cave for so long he's now talking to the Jawa and they understand each other he's probably well we know that he's gone to the Jawa before for scrap and different yeah. things so yeah, yeah great awesome cool. and uh, so this is know- when we get that line of the time of the Jedi is over yeah. with Nari that is 
Yeah, the ton chilling, is chilling over. stuff. So we now jump over to Alderaan. Yeah, why not? And we see young Leia. Or do we? Oh. Yes. No, we oh, don't. Yeah, but we not initially, though. It's... We see a body oh, double. Oh, oh, right. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is that her body see. double? Doesn't look anything like her. Hey, none of that, mate. Uh, sorry, sorry, no. <laughs> no, quite right. No, you're right. No, <laughs> I regret it. Um, Yeah. We uh, we we meet young Leia and she loves to run around and yeah she's and a run around kid <laughs> didn't need that she's got a bit of a, <laughs> Sorry, always uh, rebelliousness on. about her wouldn't you say I yeah. say she, she does likes to rebel hey yeah <laughs> you're rebels aren't you I well, do think rebels, that um, <laughs> the the actor that plays Leia has done a very good job I think with uh, yeah she's good portraying yeah. that how old is this kid like she's like well. eight or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's teeny tiny yeah I the writer that, Star Wars Kids is like it seems to it's be very difficult to write or for because yeah. Yeah. it's a little bit clunky but um, I think it's it's like it's probably the best the best like Star Wars child writing that we've like it's much better than Anakin in episode one yeah. for example yeah Definitely. Um, it's better than the kids in the Jedi Temple. What, what do we think of <laughs> yeah. <her>? Master? <laughs> Master Dobby has given us a son. <laughs> May as well have been. May as well. Yeah. It had true. the same intention. True. Sorry. Didn't mean to. That's, that's tough, actually. That. that poor child. Um, what do we think of old Bail Organa being back, eh? Of course, of course he's back. Good old Bail. Geezer. He's back. He's, he's an absolute geezer. He is. That's my Bail! <laughs> 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 that is great right t-shirt come yep. on t-shirt there, there. that's my mail <laughs> uh, I like this flying droid she's got as well I want one of them yeah do you know what it yeah, reminded me of they're already on the shelves have you uh, seen that they're already they actually, on the shelves of course they are this yeah. is, I mean it's disgraceful but it is very sweet it reminds me of <laughs> he's googling it right now just getting about five uh, of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just got to stock up for Christmas do you remember was it called Weebo that was in Flubber yeah it reminds me of that Oh yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm not sure how he's doing that, but I'm impressed. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Uh but yeah, I want an LO oh Lola. L O L A fifty. All I was thinking of is how much would we have wanted that as a child? Like you know I want it now. When I was younger. Don't care I how. To, I want yeah, sure. it. I used to go through the catalogue and you remember those um RC cars that could like climb the walls. Do you remember? Those? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I always wanted one, but I never could have one. This is like the next level of that. Well, it doesn't really fly, you know that. It's got little legs in the ads. Oh, well, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Don't want it. <laughs> Send it uh, back. That's me done. I'm afraid. Ninety dollars. Right now, it's over. Yeah, that is a bit. Ridiculous. I've one eighty'd on this entire series because they've tried to sell me that. <laughs> ridiculous. So, uh, so. Uh, I was about to say old Leia, young Leia. She likes going in the woods. She likes having fun. Yeah. Uh, her cousins turn up. We get to see how she is uh, living life as a princess. Yeah. She has a bit of back and forth with her cousin. Shuts him up. He Are reminds we... me of a character from Game of Thrones. Do you boys yes. know who I mean? Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, What, Leia or the cousin? No, the, the cousin. cousin. Is it uh, the the Robin Aaron of the Eerie? Oh, maybe. Do you remember maybe him? He has that kind of vibe. A little spoiled brat. Spoiled yeah, brat, creepy. Definitely. I think they even look alike. Might be the same actor, to be fair. It might no, be the same actor. The same actor. 
but yeah, I mean, he's you know he's a bad guy and he's a bad guy. You and Leia's a good guy. A bad guy. Guy. Uh, I tell you what, my God, uh, <laughs> this 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 article I'm reading now just says crate Breaking dragon news. meat. That Kenobi smuggles more crate dragon meat. I take it all back. Maybe it is a crate dragon. See, well, I take it well, all back. I offer my well. sincerest apologies. Why is it blue? And not normally blue. Did I say? It's not blue, is it? It's red. Is it red? It may have been there for ages as well. L-O-L-A-L-O-L-A. <laughs> uh, cola. I told you it was a bloody crate dragon. You did? You all laughed at me. You I didn't all laugh at you, mate. No, fair. I didn't Price, laugh at you. Price I just said, wrong. I said Price said the same kind of thing. But weeks. Yeah. Look, this is the end of the era. The era. That I'm no longer right. Get used to there it, boys. Go. Wow. You're taking over. Wow. There you go. There you go. But uh, Leia goes for a, a little run again in the forest after this bloody meeting with her cousin. You can't deal with it. Yeah, she goes for a run. Me. We then meet the three most terrible bounty hunters I've ever met in my life. Yeah, yeah. And when I say three, I mean flee. It's Good. a real power trio, isn't it? This one really took me out of the world. It, yeah. Why the hell is flee in <laughs> Star know. Wars? It's very difficult, isn't it? I was, sitting, I was sitting with my girlfriend, I was watching this, and I went, Honor, what's a... What's... <laughs> Thanks, Sorry mate. about that, mate. There's a flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What's he doing in Star Wars? And immediately, so weird. taken out of the universe, and I'm just thinking, flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, that's yeah. all and I can can't, think of. he can't act. He's no, been in quite what? a few films, it's very strange. Mm. He, he's doing He's doing this weird sort of acting style that I can't put my finger on, but it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like someone's told him how to act, and yeah. he's gone, yeah, got it. Definitely like that. generic generic like scumbag yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's doing an impression of someone playing a part like that sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's very weird and, the thing that really we, bugs me about it is that it's uh in the credits it's flea that's tough do you know what i mean it's like don't flea is like your brand he's not yeah. called flea <laughs> yeah the brand is not like the brand is star wars the brand isn't flea in star wars hold on so if you want to be an actor it, put your name but hold on a minute what if this is all wrong what? And yeah. he was birthed. I now pronounce you Flea. And then little baby Flea. And that's his name. He's called... No surname. Just Where's Flea. he going with this? What's he trying to do with this? Do what, we what? let him carry on to see yeah, what he's yeah, doing yeah. weeks? What, what okay. if his name is actually Flea? Hold on. What if he is a Flea? Okay. All right. Yeah, that's... I thought we were going to that. Sorry. You're right. That's a shame. This was a serious podcast once. Oh, you're doing so well. Episodes one to three. True. Revenge, Revenge of the, the Sith. Sith. <laughs> oh, God. Revenge of the Sith. Very good. Very good. Uh, but yeah, um, what is Flea doing cha- in it, obviously? This chase this chase scene is terrible. Oh, this is. The, I think this is the worst scene in the first two episodes. What, okay, what is up God, with yeah. the uh, one of the bounty hunters jumps in front of Leia and just waits there? Does nothing, and then Leia runs another way. Another one jumps in front of it. It's like a yeah. children's TV show. Ooh. What's Come going back on? Here, you. Yeah, Ooh. it's like yep. it is like Lazy Town. Yeah, this whole fight scene is weird. And you're, then he you're, falls you're, over that tree root that he definitely <laughs> saw. Yeah, and then one of them just stops like at a branch and goes, "Well, that's as far as I can go." No, bend down, go under it. What are you doing? Nope. That's me, boys. I'm done <laughs> for the day. I'm out of this one. 
tap out. Oh, you know what I said on. from the start? No branches. <laughs> That's it. This um, this really it has a big effect on my dinkles. Oh, okay. What's <laughs> up with you? He, he this, said it's had a big this, effect on my dinkles, and it took him. It, he started like, it can't pass. Had a real, had a real big on. effect on my dinkles. That's, um, yeah, that's not good. But yeah, so Leia is then uh, kidnapped, and Organa contacts Kenobi. And don't we love? Do you, don't we? I, I, I speak for myself. Please do. I loved his reaction when his communicator went off. Yeah, it's the first and time he's just, heard it in so yeah. long. Lucky he's still got charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a uh, solar powered. So, I was going to say solar. He was right. It's in his bag. Yeah. Solar doesn't like just come through some yeah. UV, UV yeah. lights. Calculators UV lights. never go dead, do they? Have you ever had never. a dead calculator? As soon as you yeah, cover up the little thing, it turns off. <laughs> Find <laughs> me one. Find me one. Casio, mate. That's what it is. Yeah, Casio. <laughs> little Casio communicator he's got there. Yeah. Have they you tried calcu- these Casio communicators? <laughs> they make calculators, pianos, and Watches. motorbikes. <laughs> What's, what can go wrong with a company that does all Look, three of fair those? Play. And they do do all three very well. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's listening. Casio. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but could well be. Casio, if you want to be the first sponsor of <laughs> 8 Days a Geek. Imagine if Casio were our sponsor. Imagine. If they've got like an algorithm, which is, which is uh, yeah, listening to the mentions of their name, they're like, oh, they've mentioned this quite a lot. Maybe, maybe these are the guys. They're trying to get back on top. We should invest in these. Casio's back. He's back. Um, but yeah, and then he uh, he denies uh, Senator Organa so he turns up Formal and he's like look I tried to call you you said no on the phone <laughs> now I'm here right you're gonna say yes you're gonna and then uh, he, he says yeah <laughs> he does he says yeah and that's that's the end of that's it he goes oh, and no, digs out the lightsabers oh, he, he digs out his lightsabers and there's Anakin's oh my god Immediately, I'm taken back to Revenge of the Sith, and I'm yeah. thinking about the imagery. <laughs> I'm thinking about that imagery of on Mustafa when he's got both lightsabers. Mustafa on where? Mustafa, and he's got me. both lightsabers. <laughs> on Mustafa and the Mustafa. Listen, lads, it's been a long night. Come on, <laughs> he's got both lightsabers in his hand, and I'm just thinking about you're the chosen one. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah, and thinking about um, uh, when Uncle Owen says, Uncle Owen, he says uh, he died about the same time as your father. And they're lying side by side in that yeah. little coffin in the desert. And there it is. But that's, he's resurrecting Obi-Wan Kenobi, isn't he, really? Yeah. yeah. And then he gets on the little transport and waves his cloak. Why is he wearing his lightsaber? Everybody yeah, will yeah. see he's a Jedi and go, Why? Oh, it's like it's an iconic the, lightsaber as well. This whole yeah. scene for me is weird because the the lady's like, the lady, hey, are you coming? And immediately I'm like, right, why is she saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Going she's been saying like that a, to everyone, is she? Yeah, really weird. <laughs> the two thousand people on board that ship. Yeah, yeah. as if right, like, you got, have you got your tickets ready? Uh, are you coming? Yeah, hang on, we're just getting the tickets. Uh, are you coming? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, could you just wait? Oh, sorry, I've got to say it to everyone, so we've got, we've got to really speed this up. Where's, where's also, the professionalism as well in that saying? Like, just that's rude. And, and he's like, coming? he's like 10 metres away. Like, he's a good length away. Yeah. Like, Are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's not even in the in the queue or anything <laughs> and it's weird and then he he stands there and sort of looks puzzled and confused and i felt yeah. a bit awkward in that bit that, well he's already decided that he's going so I've, why weird. is it when he's asked directly that he's like oh <laughs> so actually maybe i'm not confrontation <laughs> hang on a minute but yeah the, i didn't expect anything yeah. like this <laughs> definitely the robe flick and lightsaber show was a bit yeah, I didn't need that. Yeah, that's that's some fanboy stuff. Though. I'd much rather have seen it like just tucked in his little bra or something, you know. Bra? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Tatooine has bras. It's yeah. for sand. Got to keep to. the sand out. And keep the no, moisture in. It's no water. Yeah. <laughs> it's no water. Yeah. That's why they're moisture taxed bras. so heavily. <laughs> moisture bras. Oh, that's your drink for tonight. <laughs> that's a good Thank day's God. work, that is. Lovely, that. <laughs> Lovely that. No sand in there, is it? No, well, that's, that's the point, salty. isn't it? That's lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Drink up. me done. <laughs> uh, I'll and make that's more. The end of, <laughs> that's the end of the uh, the first episode. So let's quickly go through our dinkles on yes, let's. on uh, on this. Uh, Benjamin Prime, I'm going to go for you. Dinkles on uh, part one of Kenobi. Yeah, this for me is four dinkles and a little berry. Oh wow, that's what it is for me. I was ecstatic after I finished this episode. And can you sh- can you show us what the sounds you were making and the faces that you made? Oh my god, I can't believe it! <laughs> I've never been this far away from uh, no. home. From Tatooine, uh, <laughs> I absolutely loved it. There wasn't much. I mean, other than the points that we raised there at the end and, and throughout, I think it was pretty much spot on for what I was hoping for, which. At this point, can you ask for anything more? That rhymed. But um, if you think about what we've been given from Disney, we have to understand that we had, you know, Boba Fett was the last thing that we had. Mm-hmm. That's right. where our bar is. And then we get given something like this. I mean, I don't like to compare, but seriously, this was a treat. Cheers. Ben Pryor out. Um, Chris, if you will. Pryor is right, you know, that compared to, to Boba, this is this is the Star Wars that, you know, we always wanted. This is the Star Wars that I wanted for the sequels, really. Yeah. The um the it's very like mature um storytelling. Like they're dealing with all sorts of wonderful things. And I think they do it in a very classy way, except for like Flea and that ridiculous chase. Um so yeah, I think had that stuff been better I'm not sure if it would have been a five I'm not sure if it would have been a five because it's quite low key isn't it quite mm-hmm. low key um, but I think I'm going to say oh god I'm going to go for the four four and a berry I'm sticking with pry I was tempted with a four but it was it pleased me much enough how much we're given I know in this oh we're given an awful lot Jenks, we'd absolutely love to hear what you think, mate. He's right. Don't worry, Weeks will do a quick song and then we'll, we'll come back to it. So my beautifuls on, on this occasion for this episode... Are you buying time? One. No, I'm back. Um, he's back. I 
I'm going to have to be realistic. I'm going to have to give this four. Oh, it's gone the week's way. Um, uh, um, it was it was very close to 3.5. I won't lie to you. Oh, oh come on. No, I'm That's not too low. Hey, look, you asked and you shall receive my opinion. <laughs> and you'll take it. Gladly. True. Why? True. Tell me why. Well, that seems very low. Ain't nothing but a heartache. A gangster party. Oh, tell me why. Ain't. Oh, yeah, good. yeah, there you go. Um, no, I that chasing really took me out of like fifteen minutes of this entire episode, and I was just thinking about it and thinking about it. I was just like, that was ridiculous. Oh, that is a real shame. It was awful. Yeah, and then that little moment at the end that just awful like oh the lightsaber yeah we were so we're so into it and it was so serious and then he just did the most stupid thing that yeah that is cheap that this character that we've got to know through this episode would not do he just wouldn't do that he wouldn't you know what it would it would have been better if it was a face on shot of him walking past you don't see his face but just his sort of lower body and you just slightly see the lightsaber showing from underneath the rope that would have been a game changer from one shot. So I almost don't think that it was the fault of the writers of Ewan. I don't think, I feel like it was camera work, which seems like Are you like saying such a cinematography did this? It's just well, it feels classic. like, because I feel like the don't director. You think this feels like corporate nonsense, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. inject that bit of excitement. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because it's, it's very like, it's cheap Disney nonsense, that shot, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. everyone knows that he's wearing a saber. Well, no, although he's picked it up and he's, he's got it about his person. But is he showing on his belt? Well, not at the moment. He's looking great, but he's not showing. If, yeah. if we had that front shot, he would have been showing. <sighs> oh, we I were. know I was. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there we go, then. There we go. So we got four, 4.5, 4.5. We now move on to part two. Again, uh, written by the same people. And Deborah Chow. Boring, isn't it? Yeah, very boring. <laughs> uh, and Deborah Chow directed it. What's the point? Um, <laughs> so after tracking the kidnappers to uh, the new planet that we're going to, Dayu. What do we think of Dayu? That's all right. Awesome. Pretty cool planet, I think. It's Hong Kong-like, as they said. Yeah, I, I like the... Uh, Hong Kong? Hong Kong. I think it's really cool. It's Mechshaw vibes. It's got all that sort of feel to it where it's slightly underbelly but at the same time oh, yeah. it feels mm. like it's it's thriving with black market goods so yeah what was, what was the do you, um, oh sorry oh, go on. You, no, I, we might be talking about the same place here are we about uh, to say in Falcon and the Soldier oh no we're not oh yeah Twice. but you're right that's the Marvel version yeah but like the smuggler's haven is in Star Wars is like is Nashada, which is a lot uh, very similar to this sort of place mm. But that's already established in fandom, so it's like I always wonder when they make the decision to not use something that's established in fandom. Well, Why yeah, Narshadar is slightly different because it's run by the Hutt Cartel as well, so it's Control a bit more by built the up, a bit more yeah. built up, and it's a bit more affluent in a way that's seedy and black markety rather than in the right ways. But um, it has that more sort of dingy underbelly feel to mm. it, which I quite like. And yeah, there is that that correlation between that scene in the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Maybe. How interesting would it be if they used the same set? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, very interesting is what I would like to hear from you guys. Very interesting, that, mate. Thank you. I'd be all over that. That would save money, and I'm all about that. I like saving money and telling a story. 
So, uh, yeah, Kenobi uh, has arrived there and he's looking around and uh, he meets this little kid that says, oh, I know a Jedi that can help you. Oh, what a load of We both turned around and went, there's not many of them left. Well, I was thinking, oh, who could it be? Who could it be? Yeah, uh, they're they're playing it up that it's going to be like Qui-Gon or someone like, obviously not (laughs) Qui-Gon. Jesus. Imagine if it was Qui-Gon. Why did I just say that? Why did I say that? Um, it's actually uh, Haja Esri. Yeah, famous. Okay, and he's just... now, this might be unpopular, but I I actually thought this fit perfectly. No, I like him. Yeah, I cool. like this as well. Cool. Yeah, I, on, Jake's, I, carry on. I like him. And it was I like... risky, but I thought it was cool. It was it was a twist anyway. There was always going to be a twist there, whatever it was, and it was actually yeah. that it was just a con man. It was all set up. Yeah, that's quite nice, isn't it? That is quite cool. And then to, again to see Obi Wan encounter someone like that yeah. when he's still proud of like his Jedi, Jedi heritage. Yeah, that that little so, that little moment where he he's watching him for a while and then he comes to him and he's just like, "You're just a not American. You're a bottom feeder." Yeah, that was it, a good it's line. The perfect. It's the perfect way to set this up. Imagine the possibly history's best Jedi against this this con man, but this incredible Jedi can't show his power or doesn't really have the connection to that power anymore and he's faced with someone who is rubbing it in his face that he's a jedi Mm. and is is conning i mean what a perfect way to set this up yeah and again an ideal place for the setting that we're in there's going to be loads and loads of people that con people that are sort of shady dealers and it's Mm. just yeah it's true perfectly and you didn't know how obi-wan was going to react either because i was like oh I didn't know if he was going to like beat him up or something like because yeah. he seemed incredibly angry about what was going on. We got to remember as well the the Jedi code is sacred to Obi Wan as yeah. it's to many Jedi, and so anyone doing something like this being a, a hoax, it's so offensive. Yeah, and the amount of restraint he must have had to have you know not just outed this guy and yeah or sliced him. his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no, it was nice. I thought it was a great little bit. But- We've also had um, Tamira Morrison boys. Oh yeah. When yeah. he first arrives on Dayu. Yeah. Tamira Morrison back where he belongs as an extra. Oh well, no. This was the <laughs> That's tough. This was definitely <laughs> Ooh. a scene. <laughs> this was a scene for the fans. Let's oh, yeah. I like this little touch though. I thought it was nice. It works so well. Did we... I was thinking when all this started, when we saw the Order sixty six scene, I thought, Oh, it'd be great to see him again and yeah. to see the A clone trooper. Yeah. And then we get it in the most spectacular way where we're seeing what a clone trooper would be like if yeah. their life was shattered from Order 66. Better performance than he did in Hall of You said it. You know what I mean? That's great. But it's, but like, it's nice that he's on the payroll. It doesn't really justify the book of Boba Fett, but it's no. nice that he's on the payroll so he can just drop in to do this one little scene, you know? Yeah. It's cool. Then it's maybe cool. he'll do more. Who knows? Oh, I mean, that would be cool. Maybe to he'll see. be back as Cody or something and team up with Obi-Wan. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh, wicked. Oh, yeah, Rex. Yeah. It could be any one of them. He played them all. Oh, he did. Uh, really? Yeah. You're joking. Yeah. I'm as amazed as you, it's but incredible. I've done the research. Google it. That's oh, oh, Anyway, so... Yep. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, Hadja directs Kenobi to Leia's location. Hadge and uh, oh boy, sorry. There's one more cameo that I only found out today. His daughter, his bloody daughter. Yeah, his daughter's the one who offers him spice. Yeah, it's it's what is bit, up with that? It's a bit interesting that they picked that scene as well because she then goes, "I was once someone's daughter." 
It's just yeah, like, oh, you were. Wait, your dad's right there. Yeah. Well, is this, What's going on? Is this a better DMC right here or something like that? When you look at it, like I'm looking at her now, you can see Hold that... <laughs> oh, I'm Chris. looking at her. Stop. She's, uh, she has got a bit of the Kenobis about her, by which I mean the Ewan McGregor's, obviously. You love... Um, you've got a bit of the... Of the canoes, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you remind me of someone. He's he's bloody handsome, so don't worry. I will say, I think she did give a very good performance, yeah. which we don't often get for, with these yeah. cameos that sort of come in. and That's how you do a cameo, someone. though, isn't it? That's yeah. how you do it. So that no one really knows. Yeah. Yeah, it's that good. That's just yeah. a cool um, thing that only the fans will really find out if they're yeah. really, really interested. I was just surprised. Like, I don't know. It was, it was a big surprise. I literally found out today and was like, what? There you go. Is, Is that, that your reaction? exact reaction? I, I threw down my phone. It. What? Luke, Smashed it under my foot. Lucy's just sitting there. Just going, what, what's going on, Chris? What's going on with him? Oh, what's going on with that stupid show that I didn't watch? <laughs> <laughs> and then I burst into tears. <laughs> Why don't you day. understand me? <laughs> Get me, woman. This Get is me. who I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Haja uh, directs Haja. Kenobi to Leia's location. Um, oh God, boys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you oh, know about the little boy on. who uh, Haja is helping? Do you know who it's supposed to be? Who? Supposed to be Coran Horn, who's a Jedi in the in Luke's Jedi Order. Did you know that? No. Do you know who that character is? Of course we I, I, didn't know that, mate. I didn't, As if that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't know that. <laughs> right, yeah. So apparently that is a, that is a thing. It's it is, it's Coran Horn, who grew up on Corellia and uh, is one of Luke's like Jedi Masters. Oh, he grew up all right. Uh, and yeah, is he showing? He uh, he is showing. That's what Hadja says, mate. And yeah, there's. Have you ever read um, I Jedi? Is that like it's a I novel? Robot. It's it's just like I Robot. Yeah, it's weird. Like Will Smith's in it. And uh, the, it's all about Karen Horn and how he discovers the Force. It's it's all non-canon now, so I really wouldn't bother. But I mean, you don't need to discover it. It's everywhere. It's part of us. It's all... It binds us and penetrates us. Oh, we didn't need that. Didn't but yeah, that, that was another little nod to um, expanded universe. Well, that's really, really good. But I wonder what happens next. I mean, we're never going to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> if only. No, I I think those two are actually going to come back. Oh, do you think so? Yeah, I've got a feeling. Got a feeling in my Kenobis. Um, so, so uh, sorry. Weeks is wearing um, a rebreather right now. That's why he sounds like that. Don't worry about that. You're talking a bit like that, but don't worry. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good sound. Um, like, you really got some. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> I was just about to do that. You like the way this is working, huh? <laughs> it's your it's cousin, <laughs> Marvin Bear. It's your cousin. You know that new sound you've been looking for? I know your surname, mate. We share it. Yes, (laughs) we're family. Don't have to say that. Just say it's your cousin. Anyway, uh, yeah. Do you like this little Breaking Bad moment where he goes through this uh, spice... Spice. (laughs) This spice uh, laboratory. Laboratory. That was quite fun, wasn't it? Looked a bit Breaking Bad-ish. I mean, I always binging, enjoyed that sort of binging thing. Binging with Breaking Babish. You. <laughs> Don't know if anyone gets you, that. You. It's, it's uh, 
on the YouTube. This is where we see that Zabrak. Oh, sorry, Zabrak. Zabrak, thank you. thank you very much. I really struggle with that, I tell you. I really, really do. What, see, we see, see him. him. We see him. Yeah, I just oh, I can't stand the look of him. <laughs> we see him, uh, the guy that we saw in the trailer and wondered, who is that guy? Turns out, absolutely no one. Yeah, just great. a random Zabrak who's a... I see, it feels so weird. Who's uh, like a thug, a guard. And this is that fir- This is the first Kenobi fight scene in this whole thing. Yeah, isn't that funny? And he's not great, and he's, he's not, useless. It's not bad. Like he does beat them. Uh, well, I think this. So give him this that, sort of, please. This sort of again reinforces everything that we said that this uh, that, that that Kenobi has <laughs> severed his force, Sorry. severed his connection to the force, <laughs> <laughs> and that he's <laughs> and that he is. He's so rubbish in combat now yeah. because he hasn't done anything for 10 years and yeah, and useless, but I quite like it, but he does feel, I mean, it, if you think about who Obi-Wan Kenobi was and look at him now, I mean, but it is a choice that he's making, like, cause he's actively not using the force yeah. cause he knows he'll be like detected. So at any moment he could spring out. So that's yeah. quite cool. He's like, he's like suppressing himself and fighting like a normo. Like all the yeah. rest of you. Yeah. But it does also show that most of his combat was based on the Force. So yeah, 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 of course. But of course. He wasn't particularly adept when it came to sort of hand-to-hand combat without utilizing the Force. Yeah, like interesting. That. Yeah. No, it's true. Interesting. It is true. Very interesting to see how he is now. But he does beat them off, and that's good. Hold on, weeks. <laughs> He knew what we he was We talked about he this, knew exactly what he was doing. It's he just too easy, isn't it? Bloody hell. Just too easy. And it turns out that's exactly what they need to... Uh, no, tell- that's what they want, <laughs> not what they need. Yeah, we'll let you pass if you do one thing. What? We've heard you're particularly good. <laughs> With the force. The, uh, the beating off is particularly good. <laughs> he goes into his little pose and he goes... <gasps> <laughs> the old two finger, <laughs> old two fingers, McGee. That's what they call him. Oh. But then he man- he manages to uh, rescue Leia. After- Sorry, are we keeping all that? Is? <laughs> yeah. Of course we are. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Sure. After throwing the spice down on the f- on the floor, which uh, was given by Ewan's daughter, he manages to rescue Leia, and they uh, they start going on the run. At the same time, though, the Inquisitors have turned up, and. Mm. Uh, and Reva again is kicking. Oh, oh, would you just follow what you're supposed to do? Please? She's yeah. just so angry all the time. <laughs> so the other Inquisitors turn up and they're like, "What are you doing? Stand down! Stand down!" And uh, she's like, "All right then, fine, I will." So then they they go off, and then what does she do? She puts a bounty on the entire planet on Obi Wan Kenobi. And did you like how they used the uh, picture from Revenge of the Sith? Oh that yeah, he cool. looked great, didn't that's, he? That's the last that recorded cool. official picture they have of him. It had to be. He looked very refined. And very refined indeed. Easy. Easy. He looked nice. That's that's as far as we should go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that starts kicking off, and the uh, Inquisitors bloody realise this, and the, and <laughs> I think the Grand Inquisitor goes, Reva. <laughs> <laughs> does one of those. That's good, isn't it? Reva! Um, <laughs> Father? And, uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> that was just a little IT crowd joke That's there. Good. Very good. Do you watch the IT crowd, Chris? No. 
Ben? That's why I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it, mate. Father! Didn't get it. Um, it's perfect. So, yeah, so now they're proper on the run. They're trying to run around. They don't know what's going on. They don't know who to trust. Um, and then another bounty hunter comes, and uh, Obi-Wan has a better, a better fight with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, He's learning. He checks his little... What do they call them again? The bounty... The wristwatches and stuff like that, or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Is it just a communicator? Hmm, maybe. Possibly. I think they they might have had another name in Mandalorian, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. What was it called? Oh, we have to look up now, aren't I? Go on. It's in the first episode, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What do they call it? He'll find out. He'll find out. But Jinx, what's going on there? So. Yeah, what's going on? So, because he's looking at this, he's going. He's going, oh, this is my bounty. Leia quite cleverly realises, hang on, they're not after me. I'm being used to get to you. And she's like, well, bugger this. I'm off. They can have you. You've used me and all this kind of stuff, which I thought was actually a good bit of writing there. Yeah, and to be fair, I'd have done the same. Yeah, yeah. Would you, Chris? Tracking fobs. Hold on. Yeah. Who's that? Tracking fobs. Let's get him in the band. Get Come him on. in the band. That's a good name. But, uh, Good depth. But yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're on the run. They're on the run. And uh, Kenobi. What did you, you asked me a question. What was that? I was going to say, did you like this little scene where Leia realizes they're after him and not her? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this is an interesting twist, which I did not see coming, I have yeah. to say. She realizes. I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a smart cookie, Leia. She is. Yeah. I think she's on it's, it. it's. Yeah, she's wise beyond her years. God knows how old she actually is. I know she's supposed to be 10, but the actress seems much younger than that, doesn't she? Yeah, she does actually, yeah. But but she it goes from like being a game to uh, very, very serious. Yeah. And then she even thinks that like Kenobi is, you know, a threat to her as well. Yeah. It's it's, it's very good. I, Let's be honest. Look at the state of him. I mean, he does the state, doesn't he? No, no, come on. You trust that guy? I, I would trust him with my wife. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't, mate. Anything. He could do anything. Wow. I wouldn't mind. It's Fair enough. It's you. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, Le- Leia then goes on the run on the roof. Um, how about on the roof? And uh, they, <laughs> Kenobi's chasing, going crazy. The bounty hunters start finding them. They're trying to shoot at Kenobi. He's trying to shoot back. Leia's still running, still running, still running. Uh, Reaver is now on the top of the rooftops checking out. And we get some absolutely crazy parkour. Oh, yeah. Now, She's crackers. There's been quite a lot of uh, people voicing their opinions on this scene that it wasn't needed. All of this kind of stuff. What do you think, guys? Do you mean her traversal? Yeah. Yeah. Her par- parkour in everywhere. No. And doing all these this, random I flips. Th- I actually think this was needed. It was, was it? And I, for the reason that we needed to see... Mm-hmm what Obi-Wan was up against because we need to see that there's some stakes here not the meaty kind and um, I thought it was perfect I thought it showed a display of her connection to the force which we absolutely need to see at this point otherwise you know there's no threat really and we also got to see you know Obi-Wan was like this at one point he was able to do all these things, mm. but now we needed to see the comparison to what he is now and his lack of traversal, his lack of ability 
when it comes to the force. Yeah. But he, he's very clunky, like when he's firing his blaster, he's missing a lot. And his general mm. movement when he's running after Leia, he's he's all over the place, you know. He's yeah. not the sort of calm and kept general that we once knew. He is now this sort of, he's just sort of bimbling around, like trying to find his way. And it's such a cool way to see what Tatooine has done to him, the the time has done to him. Mm. He's he's not wrong, is he, Waits? He's not, you know. Yeah, my, my my only beef with this was the time it seemed to take her to get to the rooftop because it seemed to be like 30 foot away and then yeah. it was you know a couple of scenes had gone by they'd gone down off the roof and they were well underway by the time she actually got to where that fight was taking place yeah but yeah I mean maybe it was a little bit over egged but it was cool and it's as Price says it does set up her as a very athletic young lady and very much a match for Obi-Wan in those stakes that's the thing I think we needed to see that it wasn't, you know, as soon as Obi-Wan gets his connection to the Force again, that he wouldn't just one shot down. Yeah, yeah, We needed to see that there was some sort of match there, and especially as Kenobi still, you know, when he eventually does, and he is going to get his uh, connection to the Force back, when he does get there, it's going to be quite a steep curve for him to get Mm. to who, who he was, so it's good to see that she's already so adept in a sense she's definitely not to the level of a Jedi Master as you say Weeks no. but mm. it's it's great to see that she is a match and will provide a good fight yeah uh, definitely she's like getting on for like Darth Maul sort of level isn't she yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really have a problem with it but I understand why it seems a bit like extra yeah, yeah. at the same time I feel like with everything else that's going on it fits for me what do you reckon, Jenko? I'm the same. I actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, there there was one backflip where I was just like, I don't know how that's actually helped her get any further. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I know what you mean. She does that backflip across the the building, which seems yeah. like uh, like it takes longer than yeah, just jumping. Yeah, just like just jump. It's quicker. Just but, jump. But you know, I I mean, the whole point of it is that the wolf is going after its prey, and it that's kind of the point of it. And you're just like, whoa, yeah. Jesus, that's a bit much, but. But yeah, so Leia then jumps off the roof and Kenobi saves her using the Force for the first time that we've seen it. And How about that? My God, it was painful, wasn't it, on his face? This was, again, close-up camera face acting, which was so powerful. And I don't know how you guys felt, but personally... One on the edge of my seat, but also I felt his pain, his pain at rekindling that connection with the Force only for the reason to save someone. He didn't want to. He was so hesitant to utilise this part of his past that he had no longer associated himself with, but in order to save a life. I mean, it's so powerful. It's so painful. And... Ewan delivers an incredible performance at this point, and especially after when he's just caught her. Yeah. And the relief, but also the pain and the anguish and the sort of almost regret. There's like a regret there that he's had to use the force. Yeah. It's so good. Definitely. Yeah. And it's it's such a struggle for him to get like get to that sort of level where he can stop her falling. Mm. Like he's not able to just do it straight away. He has to really dig deep within himself to sort of reconnect. Yeah. Quite uh 
quite a big moment, quite a big moment on episode two out of six, allegedly six. Uh, yeah, amazing. He's just... We might talk about that at the end. Yeah, yeah. struggling to get in touch once again with the Force. Yeah, it's done, uh, it's done very well. Done very, very well. It was Leia's bloody fault as well. It was, of course. Like he wouldn't have been revealed to anyone. No. She just chucked herself off a building. Useless. Yeah, she, she was oh, done, weren't stupid. she? She was done, she couldn't be asked. Yeah, let her fall then. To hell with you. Yeah. Jenks, what do you think about this scene, I, mate? I, I really liked it. I thought it was beautiful. And I really liked that... Um, what's his name? Hadja. Ewan McGregor. Hadja finds them and saves them as well. Yeah, I like that as well. Because there's also a little bit of surprise in both of them of like... Because it's the, the little lines that she has later on where she says, if so, if someone's actually willing to help us, then maybe we should take their help. Like, yeah. you can see how Ewan's just not used to it. And he just doesn't trust yeah. it. He just doesn't trust anything. And it kind of starts yeah. here. That he's just shown it for the first time. He's getting over the shock of using the force and then being saved by someone that's pretending to be like him. But he knows who you and it, like who Obi-Wan is. Yeah. He knows who he is. Well, he remembers one, him. He's one of the most famous Jedi there is. Isn't that amazing though? Well, we got to realise as well is that Obi-Wan's closest friends, the clone troopers, some of the clone troopers, betrayed him in his mind. Yeah. So everyone that he's sort of loved and known is either dead or betrayed him. Yeah. So at this point, he's incredibly suspicious of everyone. Mm. But yeah, it's so wholesome to see that moment. Exactly. Yeah. Of uh, Hajjad sort of um, risking his life, but also when he gets interrogated and and um, the Inquisitor uses the force mind breaching mm. sort of thing to yeah. to find out where he is. That is an extremely traumatic experience. And he's probably going to be damaged from something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, li- I like Absolutely, that there was no yeah. comedy played in that as well. Yeah. Where it's just like, I won't, no, tell brutal. You, I won't tell you, and she just starts doing it, and then you just see his face kind of drop, and you're like, oh, crap. She's okay. doing yeah, it all right. This is a, another point of great acting from the Inquisitor, is her, uh, I don't need to, I don't need you to tell me. That yeah. whole, oh, yeah. pff, I mean, that's power a right there. The old mind melt kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that that's quite good. So then, uh, the Jellamans. They, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. They uh, managed. Your father to... was a swine. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I didn't even mention my dad. So they managed to get to an unguarded uh, cargo port. An unguardium levius. An unguardium cargo portio, <laughs> as they'd say in that other franchise. Um, and they managed to get there, but Reva is following them. So Obi-Wan says to Leia, look, get on the ship, right? If I make it back, we'll go. If I don't, then go without me. Which is just like, oh, little bit of old Obi-Wan there. Little bit of old Obi-Wan. Now, this scene that finishes off uh, this episode here reminded me exactly of when Luke was on the Death Star in Return of the Jedi, and Vader is walking around trying to find him, and then says, "Sister, oh yeah, you have a sister." Um, so Reva is trying to find him and stuff like that, and then, um, says that Lord Vader would be very happy with me if I brought you back, and then you see that first little shock on his face, and then she says, "Yes, that's right. Anakin Skywalker is alive." Now, just before we get into Ewan's reaction, do you think that Reva had earned 
saying that Anakin Skywalker is alive to Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's the big thing Difficult. that's on the moment. So I felt that they didn't have a way of revealing to Obi-Wan and they wanted to do it at this point so they could have the end of the episode. They haven't found a way of doing it. Yeah. And so this was the way, like the only way that they could find. So I, yeah. this is this is one of the biggest things I've struggled with. Yeah. That she, A, knows that Darth Vader is Anakin, for a start. In my head, I've justified it by, like, she saw him at the temple. That's my whole subplot that's going on. So she knows who he is and what he was doing. She saw him yeah. pre, like, suit Vader. She has a she has an unknown relationship with both of them, I think, that we don't yeah. know about yet. And she knows that referencing Anakin to Obi-Wan is particularly significant. Yeah. So maybe it will justify itself a bit more in time. But it was one of the things that I struggle with, definitely. Yeah. Pry? I was, I was going to say the same pretty much. Um, I think it's difficult to say earned at this point because we don't know enough about this character. So it's really difficult for us to justify whether this character can bring up things like that. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it does feel a bit jarring yeah. uh, hearing that from a character that we know very little about that's just introduced to us um and that so far doesn't seem to show any connection other than some sort of personal vendetta yeah against yeah. obi-wan and and perhaps ties that in with vader uh, whether she's looking to earn respect of some sort uh, you know notoriety or to be higher up in the ranks it's something that we'll find out eventually but yeah i I was more amazed again with Ewan's performance at this point. Yeah, yeah. When that's... when finding out, I said, "I know you didn't want to talk about no, that but just let's, yet." Let's talk but... about it. That it's, yeah, it's um again, like you said, it's that uh, face shot where it's just him. I don't even know how to explain it. Just the sheer yeah, shock. taking it in. Yeah, it's th- it's this is it... ten out of ten from Ewan. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. It's um, vulnerable, terrified, all things that are particularly difficult to act, but also... Particularly good. Yeah. (laughs) But also come across incredibly well Mm. when done right. And this is a prime example of how to portray those emotions Mm. in a way that we can connect with, as opposed to looking at it and going, is he meant to feel this is he meant to feel that yeah. we immediately know exactly how he feels and it is heartbreaking it is scary and i was also i don't know if you guys made a connection but i was also getting some bad batch vibes from this entire yeah. scene oh yeah especially as um the kid i can't remember now her name but she um you know going to the yeah. ship because the boys would tell her to go to the ship and they would say you know, if we don't come back, just go. And it was a similar sort of aesthetic as mm. well. And the whole thing sort of reflected that in a way. And I thought that was quite interesting. And I thought it'd be cool to see. Can you imagine the Bad Batch in live action? Because mm. this is the same. They would be around. Yeah. So Yeah, they're yeah. definitely. Well, I mean, they're doing a series two and stuff like that, which is obviously going to be which I, a few years I after. So the Bad Batch, Ahsoka, all of these people are around at this point. It would be brilliant. I know logistically probably quite difficult to implement them, but mm. I mean, yeah, this scene in in a whole was 
uh, chilling and such a good way to sort of finish this off. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, what about you? Hi, boys. Uh, I mean, just the depth of emotion that the character is going through because see, not only do you think Anakin was dead, he thought he was the one who had killed him. Yeah. Now to discover he's been alive for 10 years and obviously he's not been able to feel him because he's cut himself off from the force for all this time. Um, like, oh my God, what what a 20 minutes he's had, you know? Yeah. Like he's back in touch with the force and now all of a sudden he's found out that his best mate who he thought he killed is alive and he's the baddest bad guy in the whole galaxy. I mean, Ewan is just, he's off the charts here. I wasn't even like, I, I think Ewan's a great actor, obviously, but I didn't really know that he was, that he had those sorts of chops. chops. Really? There it is. I just did not know that. So unbelievable. Even better. Yeah, I think uh, it was just. Maybe he didn't back in the day, but maybe he does now. He's older. I don't know. I mean, if you've seen Trainspotting and stuff well, like yeah. that. Like, well, yeah, that's true. But like, the, it's the depth of it, isn't it? Mm. It's like the different layers of what's going on here. But that's because I, I he's think a, he's, he's more. A, he's it's more to the point that he's yeah he's finally been able to he's been given a character in a point of time where he can portray those sort of emotions, which I don't yeah. think he's had the opportunity to do so beforehand. Yeah, yeah maybe that's it. Like, and also, like, the, the the right period of time has passed, so he can look back. Like yeah. it is like a memory for him. Revenge of the Sith, isn't it? Yeah, I, isn't that funny? So if he watches the film, he can sort of like merge it with his own memories of filming and his relationship yeah. with Hayden and all yeah. that. It's amazing. What a, what a weird think, sort of... I think as an actor as well, you must think of those things like... He never thought he was going to come back as Kenobi, so he's no, probably thinking, of course. Well, what would Obi-Wan actually... How would he react if he knew? Yeah. yeah. At that first moment. Because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. In, in, in A New Hope, you kind of... You get that Obi-Wan knows who Vader is. Yeah. So there's no shock or surprise or anything like that. But like, this is just like harrowing. Yeah. Kind of, kind of oh, vibes. That's and, the word. Yeah. And then at the, it's just horrifying. At the same time, bloody um, the Grand Inquisitor turns up at this point of he does. to take um to take Kenobi for himself, and Reva just puts her saber through him. Yeah. I, I mean, we we also have to note that that's not him dead. No, 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 no. But presumably it's him out of the picture that Reva can be in yeah. charge. But he... Um, it must be that. He dies in Rebels, so... Yeah. And that's definitely... He's got a long way to go yet. But then he obviously, because of that, then escapes to the ship. And then they're on the ship and then Leia just asks, are you okay or is everything all right or something like that? And then it just does that, here we go, this close-up of Ewan and he just says, Anakin. Oh, and then... I mean... <laughs> And there he is. There he is. And it's Hayden. It's actually it's, Hayden. Oh. And even the way he's op- he opens his eyes, I'm like, all right, you just saved Attack of the Clones for me. Sweet. <laughs> Incredible. True. This, this the whole... music. I've oh, watched I mean. it back, like, just this little bit quite a few times yeah. since the episode. It's just... Oh, have you ever seen anything like it Chilling. in Star Wars? <laughs> So it's the horror mm. the horror of Darth Vader all of a sudden which we never really see like Rogue One we saw the horror from the other people's perspective yeah. but horror from like look at what he is yeah. yeah oh my god that's Anakin yeah that's what Horrifying. Kenobi did to him Kenobi like, Christ that's uh, 
it's going to be very powerful. <sighs> very. He should very have died. Scene. It would have been better. Yeah. But there we are, and that's the end of the second episode, or part two, as it's called. So yes, we're going to go straight to the old usuals. So, boys, what are our dinkles? And Chris, I'm going to go to you first off. Sure, now. mate. Sure. Uh, so for this one, I think we're all going to go the same here. I think I've just got to go big fives because of that ending. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the fact that I've just come back to it again. I've just been like stood in the kitchen and I've been like, I'm just going to watch that little ending bit yeah. again. And when that music comes in, <laughs> I'm just like huge chilled by it. I'm going to watch it again after this pod. I know I am. Yeah. Anakin. Oh my God. Yeah. Big fives. It's too good. It's too good to not give it to it. Mr. What a moment in Star Wars history that is. The first time we ever see Vader like that. I got to him, didn't be... it? That really? really? I did, boys. <laughs> uh, Mr. Pryor. I'm equally, yeah, I'm equally as speechless. I mean, it is such a monumentous oh. occasion oh. for us fans. I get you. It's on a t-shirt. I get you. Get it. <laughs> and... I I have to go for a five as well, and this for me is everything that we wanted to see yeah. in Star Wars. This episode right here, and I know that we've got much more to come, but forget it. I'd be like, I'd almost be happy with what we've been given. It's so special, and I've these. Sorry, everyone. These boys are like rampant rabbits. They are, but hey, oh, it's inappropriate. Yeah, sorry for that. I loved it, so that's my score, and huge fan. Jenks, I'd love to hear from you what you thought. So what are we talking? Is it going to be big 15s? Is it going to be big 15s? <laughs> well, boys, I'm afraid it's not going to be big 15s. It's going to be a 4.5. Uh. Oh, oh, disappointing. What a shame. Well, there was just a couple of moments in this that just kind of... That, that's not good enough, is it? Uh, Take us through it, come on. Uh, kicking off and saying, oh, it's Anakin Skywalker. I was like, shut up, bluff. You do not yeah, even know. I, you don't for even now, know I'm giving it. her the benefit of the doubt on that. Suck your benefit, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm jokes. It's a five. Okay. Hey, yeah, the boy. No, it's absolutely the fun. The boy. This is, this is dream stuff that I had ever since ever since Revenge of the Sith finished. I was like, oh my God, I need to see that moment. Yeah. And the next This is the man, by the way, people, that watches Revenge of the Sith almost on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. That is very true. I, I mean I used to watch it every night. Yeah. Every night for a very long time. But this is You still don't know what's going on. You still don't get it. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. That makes no sense. What? That makes what? no sense. What I don't. Oh. That music, sorry boys. The music is so good. I had the urge to do it, you know. And the, the power, the power. Yeah, do you know, even if they just put that scene and went, "Sorry guys, we we don't have the rest of the episode, so we've just got thirty seconds." I would have gone five. five. That's incredible. Big fives. That is godlike. But yeah, goodness me. That's one of the best oh. moments in Star Wars I've ever seen. The, the only thing that will get better, and will make that better, is when they're they're face to face. Yeah. But we've not even seen Vader in his suit. Yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. But even even that, like that's how much Hayden Christensen has an impact. As much as he doesn't think and you know doesn't think he has and stuff like that, and people have their opinions. You just never think. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing him actually there, yeah, in all those prosthetics as Vader, 
hearing that voice, you know, oh. I suppose it's just that it's, this is the first time they've been able to show Anakin front on. Yeah. Because at last it's Hayden Christensen and not just some, (laughs) not just some stunt dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, you know, I'm cool. I adore this. Big fives. All around. This this might be, this might be one of, one of the best rated things that we've seen. I mean, she's on the way, isn't it? How many, how many fives across the board have we given? Maybe a what big fives all round? Very, very yeah. few. I mean, si- yeah. series wise, this this will be very big. It's going to be up against the Mandalorian, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. This will be up against season one Mandalorian. Yeah, I just can't wait for each week to pass. You right. know what I mean? It's it's too long. It's going to. When be... is it out? Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Not long, boys. Very exciting. Yeah. <sighs> very exciting. And then we'll be back, but only for one episode, of course. Not the big We're dubs. back. Yeah. We're yeah, so back. we'll be doing single episodes after this, which may make it even more tense because we know less. Yeah. But uh, before we go, boys, what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? I literally have no idea. I mean, they, where are they going to go? Back to Alderaan, I suppose? And then what's Obi-Wan going to do? No, they're going to get intercepted? I don't know. They may get intercepted. They may be being tracked. It's yeah. really difficult to think of what could happen now that he's aware that Anakin's alive and what trajectory this is going to send. And now that they yeah. and now that they know that Kenobi's definitely alive as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like active. Yeah. So what are they? What who's? What is anyone going to do? Yeah. Is well, Vader going to go looking for Obi Wan? Maybe we know that he can't go back to Tatooine. That's pretty much a no go zone. Oh, they'll they, be back there next episode, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. They love going back there. Let's just honest, fly back there, and the whole the whole episode will just be them there, just going. So what's going on with you? So That's what's going on with you. Do you know? Have, the have you heard uh, Hayden Christensen's um, explanation for the line "I don't like sand"? Yeah, no, it's fantastic, it's, and it has changed the game completely for me. Well, it's brilliant, but it's also what Star Wars Theory touched upon. Yeah, three years ago. What is it? What is it? What is it? I need to know. Go on, so it's just that excited. Uh, the thought of sand is so harrowing because when he thinks of sand he thinks of him being a slave his mother being a slave oh yeah and burying his mother deep in the sand after you know finding deep her finding her dead and stuff like that and all of these terrible memories that he has on Tatooine that that's why he just hates sand because it always reminds him of just burying his dead mother or slavery or any of those things yeah, nice. it's, it's one big metaphor. Yeah. It's not sand that he hates. It's everything that's connected to yeah. the place that he associates with sand. And nice. he, that that writing is brilliant. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, over everyone's heads, including yeah, that, ours. That and, line has completely changed for me that I no longer take the mick out of it because I'm just like, oh, well, it, it makes really you good. teary. If you, if you watch it back knowing that, you get a bit teary. Yeah. And I think that shows a bit more reverence and yeah. power with that so yeah power it's lovely but we have come to the end of this episode uh obi-wan kenobi part one and part two review and scores so we hope that you join us next week for part three of course they will how can they not yeah. i mean gonna be huge. Huge. this not? cliffhanger careful I mean, driving tomic seriously tomic i've got to think about a poster i don't even know what i'm yeah, gonna do i used all poster. my Used all my my big guns on the last one. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Tomek asked me to insist that we call him Obi Wan. Why? I don't know. Irritating. 
Well, that's something about that. his best performance being in Moulin Rouge. Well, not anymore, mate. It's in this. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, it, 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 amazing performance in Moulin Rouge, but this is this is taking my biscuit. Yeah, this is you into the max. Yeah, really to the is. max. If you and if, you, if you're listening, yeah. you've done. And I know you are well. Yeah, seriously, big shout out to Yearn, big shout out to Tomek, all the big boys. So yeah, yeah, fair yeah. play. Thank you. Sweet and flea. And Keep plugging seriously. away, mate. You'll get there. Yeah, just play bass. Doing it right, just man. Just play bass, Flea. Fair play, play G. Bass. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's come to the end. I am AJ Jenks, and I'm here with... Benjamin Pryor. And... Chris Weeks. And we have been eight days a geek. Oh, just a nice normal end. Yeah. Really neat. Yeah. I ain't got nothing but love, babe.